The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. At that event uh, I was at, I mentioned that uh, Joe Kennedy, special envoy in Northern Ireland, he spoke at it as well. At the event in the audience uh, were Jason Sherlock and Bernard Brogan. Delighted to say they're both with me here now uh, in our Boston studios. Gentlemen, you're very, very welcome. Uh, Bernard, I was actually talking to Jason last night at the event and he said, out of the two of you, you're much more likely to follow Stephen Cluxton's example. Straight back <laughs> I got a couple of text messages about uh, dusting the boots off, but my knees are banjaxed. I haven't even gone back with plunkets this year, so uh, no, you're safe. To safe. Uh, you won't see me in Crow Park this year unless I'm in a uh, in the stand somewhere. Ah, oh, Jason, you'll have to do it. So it's, yeah. all, it's all it's all on your shoulders. Well, we were in Notre Dame there the other day on the pitch. Now it was bringing back a few memories, but we were, I think we were moving a bit slower than we yeah. did back in the day. <laughs> well, listen, we might circle back around to, to football in a moment, but in, in terms of the trip and and your role in it and everything. Uh, Bernard, what, what brings you along? Yeah, yeah, we're on a, a trip here with the Gateway to Europe crowd. There's about 40 or 50 businesses here landing in. Um, we're in Chicago, uh, we're in Boston today and New York uh, tomorrow. Um, so we're just meeting different businesses, Irish businesses, American businesses, meeting, learning uh, and exploring and building a network. Um, I'm over here with, with Pep Talk. We're, um, we're pushing our business towards the U.S., um, Cousin James, our CEO, is, is in New York as we speak, uh, uh, um, looking at houses. He's, 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 he's full-time on the ground there now, um, and I'm kind of travelling back and forth every month for a week or week or so, every four weeks or six weeks. So, um, yeah, just building the network out. We have some clients over here, uh, and we're trying to talk to organisations. The employee base over here, people are very keen to look after their staff, so uh, our platform looks after kind of team experience and, and, and with hybrid working and dispersed workforces over here and big teams, it's a big challenge for them. So we, we're getting a lot of uh, positivity and a lot of good conversations started. So so for, for people kind of outside the corporate world listening, I mean, what, what's the blurb for Pep Talk? What, what does it do? It basically um, supports uh, team engagement. It looks after your people and gives you that sense of connections. We all know when we've been part of a good team, when you look to your left and your right, I've, I've been part of sports teams as, as you have. And when you know when you have that, that camaraderie, you have that connection with your team, you, you become a high-performing unit. So it's the same in, in organisations. When you can have a trust with your leader, you can have a connection with your colleagues, and the organisation can be giving you um, the, the, the environment for you to be your best. That's where we come in. So we come in and work with organisations to give the environment for their, for their teams and people to be the best they can be uh, and driving high performance in the workplace. And Jason, you're, you're with DCU and you and I have spoken about that role before. So, so what is it that you're hoping to get out of this trip? Yeah, it's amazing because even from last year, I, I thought it was really informative. But again, it's gone up a level. And I suppose the first, the starting point is, the, from my point of view, is the learning that you, you get, like work, working and, and spending time with business people in, in Ireland. Some of the events that we've had in Chicago, Boston, visiting the University of Notre Dame, you're learning so much. And it's great to be able to kind of network and, and meet new people that have an interest in, in DCU and education. Um, I think the common theme throughout this trip is the value of education and the opportunity it affords students um, all over the country, uh, all over the world. Um, obviously, there's a big connection then with Ireland and the US. So to be able to observe that, meet people, talk to our, our DCU alum, um, Bernard is a, a DCU grad as well, and to see him and, and the, the, the pathway he's gone from a career perspective, it's really inspiring and it's great to be able to catch up with a DCU alum on this trip as well. And how uh, important, uh, like a potential revenue stream, is that for DC? Because that's what you know, kind of uh, brass tacks. That's what it's all about. Ultimately, a trip like this at the end of the day. 
Yeah, well, all universities in Ireland are, are, are underfunded, so we do we do need support. And uh, from an affinity point of view, the obvious starting point is our alum. Um, we would really love to build a culture of philanthropy, which is just giving back. And again, Bernard is a great example that he, he understands the value DCU had on his career and the impact it's had. So obviously, at some stage, I'd be hoping the likes of Bernard will look to DCU to give back because it's really it's really it's a great way to kind of uh, pay it. Pay it forward you know provide opportunity for young young students that want need and require an opportunity to to let them progress it's kind of passive aggressive isn't he's kind of bullied you into uh, <laughs> uh, supporting DCU. i did so. i did that already yeah, we did yeah, that in chicago yeah i know in fairness i had a fantastic time there i was part of the first sigerson winning team in dcu and i actually met with jason in on paddy's week in new york and I spoke to some of the alum uh, and and the, the connection you see in Notre Dame, we, we're down there, and the alumni, and the, the respect, and the, the community feel it has. I think it's something that DCU really needs tapping into it with, with Jay and with Ross Munley, who's who's director of an alum as well. So they've brought the the key individuals who are who are steeped in, in in history and tradition to to bring that message to their alum. And it's it's I think we can do more. I think DCU can do more. I think all Irish colleges can do more about tapping into their alumni and building that connection. We were all in Notre Dame, and we all went into the the. the the, the shop and we bought the Notre Dame hats and I bought the kids a couple of Notre Dame t-shirts you know what I mean it's a powerful powerful message that we can come from all over the world we all know the brand we all know them but that's because of the alum and the tradition of sport and obviously they're coming over in the summer to play American college football which we all hopefully get to yeah how impressed were you with Notre Dame yeah it's, it's, it's the scale of it over here the scale of everything I suppose is bigger but um just the pristine nature of it. You have the little drone machines delivering takeaways, uh, driving around in between our legs. The college, we, as Jay said, we were in in the in the stadium, a hundred thousand seater stadium, a bowl with just uh, corporate hospitality. Uh, we're out on the pitch. We tried to kick a few balls around, but they wouldn't let us. But um, yeah, just the scale of everything. There's a nice hockey rink. There's uh, we met some of the esteem. Uh, which are graduates from Ireland that come across here for a year to study uh, undergraduate and postgraduate studies, and they de- they delivered some of their kind of entrepreneurial um, ideas to us, and it was fantastic to see the energy. So there's such a big connection with Ireland, and we were very welcome. So it's just it was a fantastic place, and great experience to be down there. Hey, Jason, uh, Bernard mentioned St Patrick's Day. What happened to you on St Patrick's Day? <laughs> uh, did you not hear about it? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was in New York for a couple of days. We we had an, a, a DCU alum event, uh, and just before I went to the airport I decided to meet a few of my DCU colleagues and watch a bit of the parade um, and I suppose the rest is hit- history after that um, yeah it was it was very interesting um, I, I suppose it, it show- just shows you the power of social media um, a, a couple of, of Aaron Garda Shiakana recognised me um, one of my colleagues Caroline she had the foresight to, f- to film the whole thing and <laughs> literally in the space of minutes it, it seemed to go viral and again I think the views of it now are in the millions and there hasn't been many people I've met over the last few, <laughs> few weeks and days that haven't seen it, so I'm now known as the person in the video. <laughs> uh, did you, how much of the parade did you end up walking? <laughs> Everyone seems to ask that question. The, the parade itself is on Fifth Avenue, so I went up as far as Central Park. I was, I was, yeah, I did have a flight to catch, so I was <laughs> yeah, conscious exactly. of that. So I kind of slipped out. But again, looking back on it, and it, it was obviously it's wholesome contact, and um, the reception I've received since has been has been great. And 
And I, I am really appreciative because obviously on Garda Siakana, they were there. It was a special day for them. And just the way it was spontaneous, the way they they uh, saw me and, and what they did. And um, I suppose I'm very lucky from a sporting context and from an Irish context. I don't look Irish. You know, my, my, my father's family moved to Ireland to, to, to build a future for his family. And here I am, whatever, 20 odd years after playing for Dublin and I'm being recognised in New York. So it, it, it to me, it kind of it brings and harnesses all what's good about our country. Uh, mm. And yeah, if, if it means someone um, had a smile on their face watching a video uh, over the last few days, uh, I'm delighted that I was involved in that. I think more people saw that than the goals he got in 95, <laughs> <Yeah>. I think. <laughs> I don't think they had cameras back then. <laughs> um, the... Notre Dame we talked about, and I know you were really impressed as well last year with Northwestern in, in Chicago. You were going out to the baseball this afternoon uh, as well here, the Red Sox, that season gets underway pretty sharpish actually, isn't it, in the, uh, in the very near future. I mean, that's, that's a big part of this as well for you, isn't it? Exposure to the kind of the, the sporting infrastructure and this yeah, like again, and I suppose we, we light up when we see a sports field or facilities and stuff like that. And just seeing how the other half lives. And I suppose we, we, we love sport and we've been, we've got a lot from Irish sport. And it's just where we can bring things back into our sport. We had a, we had a lecture in, um, in the business school in Notre Dame on design thinking. And straight away, our minds are thinking about, well, is there something in that we could bring to our sport? And not only sport, into our business. Um, I suppose sport and business are very common um, in terms of having a vision, having a goal and getting a team to work together. So again, from a learning perspective, there's so much in this. And Jason asked the question of the lecturer, the professor who was fantastic lecture on design thinking and understanding the problems you're trying to solve and the, the journey and UX and UI and a fantastic lecture. And Jay went up to her after and said, she, she spoke about she, she joined the college in 89, just after winning their, their national championship, and they haven't won one since. And when they win, she's going she's gonna to retire. She's, she's here a long time. And Jay said, have you ever thought about the design thinking that you talked about with your, with your entrepreneurial students and your design students? Do you ever think about bringing that into the sporting team and talking to the coaches? And she said, oh, my God, no one's, I've actually never thought of that. And it's something that Jay, when he managed us and coached us with Dublin and Jim and, and the culture we went on with Dublin was always about those edges, how, those inches. How could we find something different? How could we do something that the, our competitors aren't doing to get an edge, to get a, the legacy of our teams, the meditations, the mindset, all of those things that we went left and right to try and find those inches? I'd say he sparked a nugget in her head now. She's going to be like, maybe I can bring some innovation into the sporting. And obviously US sports is all about stats and all that, but there's so much more. As I said, I'm sure Jay's head was spinning in and say, like bringing this into the sporting context, it could only be uh, amazing. She, you knocked her for six on that one. Didn't you? <laughs> yeah, so if, if Notre Dame win a championships next year, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> oh, you're checking her It's funny because someone mentioned at an event we were all at last night about... Uh, the importance of process. And I immediately thought of Jim Gavin, actually, as soon as I heard the, I can't, when I hear the words, <laughs> uh, I, I think of uh, Jim Gavin. Well, listen, uh, before I let you go, I mean, we started with the football and we, we'll swing back around to it. Um, at, like the Derry this weekend, is that the Division 2 final? Uh, yeah. I think it is yeah. uh, Derry this weekend. I mean, I, how do you assess the kind of the league performance? Where do they go from here? Yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of positive energy in, in Dublin. Um 
they a couple of good names coming back into the fold as well, which adds more adds more energy. But um, yeah, like they've ended up up and up and down league. They've had some good performances. The key individuals have played well, uh, and and the national league is about building momentum. It's getting players blooded. It's, it's seeing a bit of new talent, but also trying to get the job done and get into it. And they got the job done in promotion, which is what they wanted yeah. back in the division one. So. I think it's going to be an interesting summer. There's a there's a very there's a lot of parity. I think in in, in the in the championship this year, like uh, Cork are even looking good. Mayo look really strong again. Kerry will be there there obviously there thereabouts. Um, so there's a lot of good teams coming coming out of a real uh, sense of parity. So it's going to be a really interesting uh, championship. I think. Uh, Jason, Lee Keegan was on uh, Alliance League Sunday last week, and he was kind of he was critical of some of the the not critical but he he questioned the value of some of the players coming back that it was kind of a distraction you know Paul Mannion and Jack McCaffrey and Cluxton and uh, that he felt that you kind of wouldn't have had it with Dublin teams previously which I'm like with all due respect to Lee Keegan I'm not sure I necessarily agree with like we were all talking about Jim McConnelly in a week in week out uh, uh, for a period of time when Dublin were at their absolute pomp I mean did can you see what he's getting at, that it's kind of a distraction to a team, that there's this stuff going on in the background? Yeah, I can see what, what he's getting at. And again, Dublin, obviously, everyone is interested in what, what is going on with Dublin. But I suppose the reality is we, myself and Bernard, were very privileged to be in that inner circle and inner sanctum. And really, you don't know, no, no one from the outside knows what's going on. And again, to be honest, they won't really be bothered about what people think or not. At the end of the day, you start with talent. And again, the, the three guys that you mentioned there, like they are very talented players, so obviously it's it's a Dublin challenge to see if they can ensure that that assists their performance. Um, and obviously, we, time will tell over the next few weeks to see how they progress. All right, well, listen, Bernard Brogan, Jason Sherlock, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks a million, thanks, Kieran. Thanks, Kieran. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.